The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Everybody, welcome to the Pixels Podcast, ES Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Vincent. I'm your host. It is Friday, August the 12th. If you're listening to the podcast in audio form, you're watching on YouTube. It is Thursday, August 11th, youtube.com slash pick six. The YouTube chatters are getting restless because we took a while to get going. Uh, I fairly blamed you, Breach, but then said that you got the blame because I get the initial blame. I'm the one who pushed it back and messed up your schedule. Yes, but you know what, Brenton? It's all about teamwork. That's what makes the dream work, right? I showed up for the original podcast on time. You had to postpone that. You showed up for the rescheduled podcast on time. I wasn't quite ready. That's where we are. Uh, you know what? And that's that's just life. There is, that is just life. Um, anywho, uh, we're going. And, uh, and speaking of people that uh, you know screwed things up, uh, the people in the chat are mad at Debo because he hasn't sent out the uh, Brinson sucks hats. Clearly, Debo. And we also have Ryan Wilson, who is uh, desperately trying to welch his way out of a tattoo bet. We're not going to let him. Debo's got it scheduled. That's a t- that's the teamwork right there. You, me, and Debo not letting Wilson do what he does best. What if well, Wilson shows up to Nashville next week with like a Welch's grape juice uh, sponsorship? He's like, you're, <laughs> you're damn straight. I'm welching on the bet. I just made six hundred thousand dollars. He's like, I'm welching. Here's here. I'm paying you all back. Yeah. If you gave me like, if you gave me like a thousand dollars, I'd let him off the tattoo bet. <laughs> Do we offer that? By the way, what about all the listeners? Though, do they get paid? No. We get a Venmo five dollars to everyone who's ever listened to the podcast. That's the only yeah, way he's allowed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let Wilson buy his way out of this tattoo. I don't. I mean, I'm not against it. I'm just saying that the listeners don't win. Right, right, right. We would we would be screwing over the the listeners. Um, which <laughs> are we doing that anyway? Um, just kidding. Every, every time you don't show up on time for a podcast, you're, you're doing that. So yeah. uh, they, they know what it's like by now. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. Brad Stevenson in the chat. Long time listener. First time shower upper in the chat. What's up, Brad? How are we doing? Um, so you want to know what's funny? Uh, I thought so. His comment has a hyphen in it. And it looked like it said long time listener. First time shower. And so yes. I thought, why is this guy telling us about his shower habits? Breach is like, oh, this is just like me. Like first time. Yeah, yeah. what's a shower? shower? I don't take a shower in three months. Um, uh, if you uh if you if you do want to pop by the we're gonna preview, so we're gonna preview week one of the preseason. Um smash hey, yeah, smash the like button, hit subscribe. And uh but while you're at it, by the way, speaking of tattoos, we're a finalist for the People's Choice Podcast Award best sports podcast i have uh, perhaps stupidly agreed to get a tattoo myself if we win this award if you voted in the first phase there's a chance you can help us and vote again a quarter of the listeners that voted in july will have gotten an email from the people's choice meaning you can vote again in this stage you have until september 13th and if you have a vote we'd love for you to use that vote on us it's kind of a weird process Uh, you know, it'd be funny if you and Wilson had to get a tattoo together. Well, the we, September 13th. So um, I'll have time to weasel out of my tattoo. Look, if, I'm telling you, if we win this award, I, I will get a tattoo. I won't be happy. No, you, you shouldn't want to weasel out because that means our podcast is the awesomest podcast in land. And you should want to celebrate that. I can I actually say award-winning podcast host. Like that's right. all I care about. Right. Oh, 
and we'll have to introduce you. That's how me and Wilson will have to say, this is our friend, Will Brinson, award-winning podcast host. Our coworker. I don't know if we should use the word. I'll friend. make people. I'll make people. You can call me friend. It's fine. Okay. Just I'll make people introduce me on the radio and stuff as award-winning podcast <laughs> or the or the the host of the award-winning Pick Six podcast. Uh, that sounds it's, better. Is I mean, I, like, what, then I can take part in that too. I can be like, yes, I'm on the award-winning Pick Six podcast. Um, I, I've had I mentioned this to like to a couple of people. Like I think it was like Costas on the radio, and then um, I think to Sully yesterday. What uh, what what would I? What would you think I would get? What kind of tattoo would I get? Because I don't, really uh, want, I don't want to get like a, like I, I wanted to, I wanted to, it would be something small, probably on my shoulder. I guess I don't. Oh God, I don't want to get a tattoo. Um, but I, I mean, I think I would want something where like people are like, "What's up with that tattoo?" And I'd be like, "Actually, I, I my podcast won an award, and I had to get it." As it's like, I want, I wanted to, I want to be able to explain that this tattoo. I don't want to be, I don't want to be like a state logo or something, you know? Or like right. Yeah. So it needs to be a conversation starter. Correct. You want to put it play in a place where people might see it, but you don't want them to see it all the time. So a shoulder, I think it's like at the pool. You see it, like you could put it on your foot. I don't think so, pal. That it would what? crap. Yeah, but then people won't see it when you have shoes on. They'll only see it in weird situations where you don't have shoes on. I mean, kind of like basically, if I'm like walking around with no shoes on, I probably don't have a shirt on either. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. No, uh, how often? I don't care about anybody at the house seeing it. Like I don't have like a conversation with Robbie about it every day. I want to like I'm saying like strangers. I think the pool situation is your most likely. Like, I mean, should you get, should you get the Pick Six logo? Don't you want to commemorate the podcast in some way? Yeah, but we talked about that. But then, like, what if I like what if I quit or get fired? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I wonder which one of those is more likely. We should do a. Poll. It's probably about fifty fifty. <laughs> um, uh, I can get like a microphone stand with a with a football. Oh, uh, that's not bad. Yeah, I like it. Or like a caricature of like, yeah, I mean, but then it's like, so wait, you've got a, it's like you've, you've got, it's like you've got a, or you should get uh, the microphone stand with the microphone, but the microphone, instead of like one of these covers, it has like a Brinson hairpiece over it. That's kind of funny. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. Yeah. I'd laugh. Any thoughts, Debo, on what kind of tattoo I could get? I don't want to uh, think that far ahead. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't think I'm going to get to that too. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, I think we have zero chance. So, wait, really? That's that's what the whoa. Heck? Is this reverse that's psychology? Zero, zero, less than zero. That's I mean, not, I'm that's how that thing. That's not how that works. I'm, I'm willing to be proven wrong, but I I think uh, I don't think the fans are going to vote for us. That sounds like someone who secretly voted for another podcast that he produces. He didn't know. I think he thinks FFT is going to win. I think he's using I, reverse psychology to get everyone to vote for us. Maybe a little. Uh, I know. Well, I, mean, I mean, I feel like if you voted for us the first time, so like if you, so anybody who voted the first time, okay, well, let me ask you, I'm not to get too off topic on this. We're going to pre. Oh, we're already off topic. But like if you, so they, did they take, let's say there's a, just, I mean, hypothetically, let's say there's 10,000 votes in the preliminary thing for it, is it like, is it like, wh how do they get the quarter? Like how, like how do they get the, it's just random. So it could be like, so like, let's say there's 10, let's say there's a, let's say there's 10,000 people who voted for the sports podcast award. And 2, it won't be just anybody. It'll, it'll be anybody that voted for any category. So like say, just say a million total votes. Uh, They'll send out an email to 250 K of those. What we got to do if, if you really want to win is kind of rope in the people that didn't even vote for the sports category that, yeah, the first time and don't have any like skin in the game. You got to get those people somehow. That's a pretty questionable process for doing that. Don't you agree? You're afraid to say that. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, like somebody could have logged in to like just do best podcast hosted in Spanish, and there's just not there's just no interest in sports. It might just. That's. Hey, Brinson, that's how you win. Or somebody did like the religion. You got to get, get in the dirt and play dirty. All right. Let's get in the dirt. That's how I, that's how I sandbox. roll. That's how I roll, Rich. That's how I roll. Um, I'll learn a sandbox. They get dirty fast. Anywho, let's move on to preview. Oh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, vote for us. If you got it, if you get an email, vote for us. If you're one of the lucky 250,000 people who get to vote in People's Choice Podcast Awards, come hit your boys up. Um, Tom Brady 
out and away from the Buccaneers until after 8-20, August 20th, uh, that game against the Titans in the preseason. Uh, is I believe it's being termed as like a personal issue. So, and it doesn't sound like it's something that's like wrong with Brady. Um, yeah, I, I, hopefully, hopefully nobody's sick. Or like nobody, you know, that, that's, that's sort of how, you know, like when you hear something like this about anybody, not just a, a football player, but anybody with a work thing, like ho- hopefully everybody's okay. Um, uh, you know, uh, no, you know, no clue. Well, and Todd Bowles had said at his press conference Thursday that this was a planned absence that they uh-huh. knew about this before training camp. So if it is someone who, uh, is sick then it's not something that came on surprisingly it's something that it's known to brady for a few weeks so uh, you know and and it's just interesting uh, when you take out that aspect of it and just look at the football aspect that hey look he's gonna miss 10 11 days of practice he's already missed multiple practices in training camp he's playing behind a new offensive line it is literally like Ryan Wilson's uh, curse of the Buccaneers that he's the one who said this team is just going to fall flat on its face and be horrible this year and be lucky to win nine games. And the curse of Wilson is here. This is uh, is like peacocking on the Buccaneers grave. I mean, it is absolutely nuts. And I mean, Bowles even got asked if Brady would be available in week one. Uh, And he said, yeah, I think so. (laughs) I think so. Yeah, it wasn't. He's like. Yeah, he didn't say 100%. Yeah, he's like kind of taking like ayahuasca somewhere. Like, what is happening here? This is, I mean, it is. The planned, un- aspect, the planned aspect of this is very odd. And then the other the other crazy part, uh, and not that I think this plays in why he's gone, obviously, but it's the fact that Tom Brady hasn't had to have a press conference since the Dolphins tampering news came out. Because oh. he was literally featured in the whole entire thing. We all know that the Dolphins were tampering with Tom Brady, and uh, he has conspicuously... Uh, you know, he had an excused absence on his birthday. Conspicuously inconspicuous. (laughs) Right. He has not uh, had to practice on any of the days where he would have a press conference, so he has not had one. And, you know, I'm sure people are dying to at least hear what he has to say about that. Yeah. By the way, Tua was asked about it and finally spoke up. He said, they chose me and I'm still here. (laughs) If it were me and, like, somebody in – I was like – they were like, um, uh, yeah, Tua, how do you feel about them uh, constantly trying to get Tom Brady to come in and take over? I'd be like, listen – um, you know, I don't want to say that, you know, I'm, yeah, you know, like, I don't want to not say that I'm the best because I believe I can be the best foot player you know, quarterback in football, but I'm just, I mean, like, I just wouldn't be aff- offended if, you know, if they, you know, if they tried to come and get Tom Brady, you know, it's like, if, if you came and got like Geno Smith, I'd be offended. Right. Or even, you know, like Carson Wentz, like that would be offensive, but yeah, Tom Brady, it's Tom Brady. Tom Brady. If you can get Tom Brady, you're getting Tom Brady. Yeah. It, it's like, it's like when the, um, when the Broncos signed Peyton Manning, the only way for John Elway to get out from under Tebow mania was to bring in somebody like with like the size of like Manning. Like it had to be like, you know, you couldn't bring in, you know, some average of a quarterback and try and get him to replace him. It'd be like if CBS called you and said, Brinson, we're replacing you on the podcast. And you're like, what the hell? And they said, uh, Jim Nance is hosting. And you're like, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, where you going to go? He's better than me, so that's completely fine. Yeah, like, hey, hey, Brinson, Nance is hosting the Daily NFL podcast. I'm like, okay, if you give the wrong Jim Nance, one. Um, <laughs> but two, yeah, sure. Like, I totally get it. Like, I, you know, I can see why he would quit calling the Super Bowl and. No, but it's just like if you no, no, get dumped for a legend, you just you say, "All right, well, that's yeah, I had a good run." <laughs> or, or they were like, "Hey, Brinson, Jim Rome's taking over the Pick Six podcast." Be like, no problem. I don't blame you. That's the podcast getting much better now. It'll be on time. It'll have good takes. No prep. Oh my God. All things that we don't do. Um, yeah. So that's that's a good call. The Miami thing, like he doesn't want to talk about it, but I mean, you have to talk about it eventually. He can't just avoid every press conference for the rest of the season. He's got to do at least one per week once the regular season starts. That's right. Um, all right, so let's look at some things to watch for week one in the preseason. And for, um, I think, so So this podcast comes out Friday. If you're watching on the live stream on YouTube, we'll talk about the two Thursday games and preview them really quickly at the end of the, at the end. I don't know if it'll be a part of the podcast because we don't want to sound outdated and stupid, but we don't want to talk about them now because that would be extremely outdated and stupid for the people who listen. Friday features Browns at Jaguars and uh, pretty obvious what the uh, talking point is there, Breach. 
Yeah, it's Deshaun Watson. And the crazy thing is he might not even play in the game. We could get to a point where he gets suspended uh, Friday. And if that suspension gets extended past a year. So basically, if you get suspended oh. a year or more, they can hold you out of the preseason. Okay. okay if you get suspended good. for not a year. So if he gets hit with a 12-game suspension, he can play Friday. If he gets hit for a year or longer, then uh, there's a chance he won't play. And so that adds some drama to this because – it just feels like if you're the NFL and you don't want him on the field this year, you don't want him on the field, even if it's just for one preseason game. So I feel like the league, those Goodell comments or Goodell, Goodall, what did what did that guy say? What did uh, uh, Rob Walton called him Goodall. Goodall. Good morning, Roger Goodall. He's like the old Goodall. Uh, you know, I, I think he made it pretty clear at the owners' meeting. He could have deferred and said, "Hey, look, we're gonna let the legal situation play out." No, he threw. Hey, Watson's a predator. He deserves to be punished. And I, that was almost like a message like, hey, Peter, Harvey, get this decision in. We want to get this over with. We don't want Watson playing. Uh, so I, I won't be surprised if we see something come out Friday. I, I think I think we will. I don't think they want him. Play. I don't think they want him on the field. They don't want anybody to have to talk about it. I mean, you still probably have to talk about it on the broadcast anyway. Um, particularly, remember, the preseason broadcast or the, the, the local broadcast, too. It's not like a national CBS broadcast. But, like, they want – uh, they, 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 the NFL does not want him, him on the field to be a talking point. And I think you're right. Goodell's actual quote, we've seen the evidence. She was very clear about the evidence. She reinforced the evidence. There were multiple violations that were egregious and it was predatory behavior. Like they, he's going to get a year. I mean, they, they, they offered him 12 games and he didn't take it. He's going to get 17 games and they're going to find him $15 million or something like that. Or it is, it's crazy. And you know what though? If Watson does not play, this game's still worth watching because we'll get our first taste of Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, both guys uh, expected to play Friday. And so we get to see what Doug Peterson can do uh, with those starters in there. Obviously, Jacksonville didn't have their starters in in the Hall of Fame game, and they looked abysmal. So this will get uh, a taste of what Trevor Lawrence can do in Doug Peterson's system. So I think for that reason alone, this game would still be worth watching. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm I'm kind of bullish on the Jaguars. I think you probably Ooh, want to. Anyone's ever said that, Brinson? I know. Nah, anyone in the world, not just on this podcast. Yeah, Pete Prisco, maybe. Um, okay, yeah, true. But I mean, I think that like if you are going to bet the Jaguars win total, um, now is probably a good time to do it because if Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson look competent, and let me make sure because I think I just want to double check something before I say it. Um, uh-huh. I doubt that they play the Browns in the regular season if they play them in the preseason. No, they don't. Okay, just make sure. Um, I, I didn't know if the, the, the Sean Watson suspension might affect the Jaguar you know, if they play them late in the year. But um, anyway, like I think if Doug Peterson and, and, and Trevor Lawrence look good in the preseason, that number could tick up a little bit. So if you like the Jaguars' win total, now's a decent time to bet it. Uh, speaking of the Browns, by the way, Craig Raskin in the chat asked, will the Browns trade for Jimmy G if Watson gets more time suspended? Uh, Mary Kay Cabot of the Cleveland Plain Dealer or Cleveland, Cleveland.com, excuse me, um, actually reported that the Browns will have interest in Jimmy Garoppolo if they will consider acquiring him if Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo, Deshaun Watson's six game suspension increases. Uh, league sources told Cleveland.com that um, seems kind of like a no brainer. If, if, so, I mean, from that perspective, I think the Browns would prefer to find out like sooner rather than later. Yeah, definitely. As, as you noted uh, earlier in the week or last week, Breach, the Browns are the only team that with the salary cap space to trade for Watson. I mean, to trade for Garoppolo, excuse me. Right. And, you know, if you're the Browns, you're in your Super Bowl window. You know, if Watson had been traded to like the Falcons, you don't care what happens here. You're not going to go out and trade for another quarterback because you're not going to be any better uh, it just the throwaway season doesn't necessarily matter. But if you're the Browns, you can't throw away the season because the talent around you besides quarterback is so good. And uh, so if you get the Deshaun Watson 12-game suspension or year-long suspension, going after Garoppolo makes sense. Um, but, man, that's going to be a tough trade to pull off. And, and J.J. actually reported, and he's been reporting this, that basically the Browns are in wait-and-see mode and they're not going to make any decisions until the Watson – uh, suspension is final so that's where we are you know maybe we see a garoppolo trade happen next week but if if watson does get suspended for a year all the leverage 
goes to the 49ers. They don't have to yeah, give him but but I mean they, the Browns do have Brissett and Jacoby Brissett. I agree, Jimmy Garoppolo is definitely an upgrade. No, 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 but but like they're the only they're the only team that's trying to trade for him. Well, and right. But if you're the Browns, what like if you're the 49ers, you're not gonna take a fifth round pick. You're not, you don't need to do the Baker Mayfield deal, you just hold on to him. I think you. I think I think it ends up being some like um, compensatory thing, or uh, one of the one of those deals where if Garoppolo leads the Browns to the Super Bowl, and then the Forty ers get a first round pick. Or, yeah, like a, yeah, a, they, a they, conditional they, pick. Conditional, conditional pick. not compensatory. Sorry, God, Jeez, Louise. <laughs> um, too much football for me already. Um, oh yeah, somebody uh, Grant Marshall in the chat asked, "Where can I get one of those pick six shirts to go with my Brinson sucks hat?" Uh, actually, if you look on the stream. Right now, they see that 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 thing that uh, the hoodie that Breach is wearing. We actually have a QR code up in uh, above Breach's left shoulder. If you would point upwards, Breach, that's your right shoulder. There you go. That's why. Um, no, yeah, you can you can scan that with your phone, <laughs> camera, and uh, it'll. Hey, thanks, Breach, and uh, you can go buy Pick Six merchandise there. Oh, oh. QR codes are kind of cool. I like them. I like. I like. That's a good. Um, I ran into a buddy of mine. Uh, Scott Dunnigan at uh, we went and ate at Standard, which is like the best place in Raleigh to eat. They have this unbelievable. They have a frozen painkiller. Oh my god, it's so good. Um, and uh, but we we in lunch and we just talked about how like that's one of the best things that like like that needs to stick around post pandemic is like all these restaurants have the QR codes that you can scan and like order and have it brought. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sure it has- no, it's nice. I've I've been to a couple places like that. Yeah, like you can like just order from your phone and somebody comes over and like, here you go, buddy. And you're like, thanks. Yeah. And I think that the um it's like magic. I think wait the wait staff like it too, because they don't there's like so much less interaction with you know, people. Which is I'm and like, if you're doing a podcast like this, I like that we keep it up there. You know, I'll be watching TV, you see like a Burger King commercial and they put a QR code up there and it's up there for four seconds. I can't even get my phone out and get my QR reader open that fast. Come on, Burger King or who else does that? Debo, Debo, may, Debo may have just forgotten it was up there and just left it out there. So <laughs> um, Ashton in the chat asks, how have you two not talked about the Lions Hard Knocks episode yet? I haven't watched it yet. Are we there? Or, well, it's the next game. Let's get. Should we just go to the next game and, and, yes, and segue? Oh, yeah, the Lions. Good segue. The Lions, Falcons at the Lions. What did you think about the first? So I haven't watched it yet either. <laughs> really it's on my things to do this weekend you, look i have a toddler uh i can't stay up till 10 p.m watching this like i'm a, I'm asleep by like nine no i'm not asleep by nine but That's i just haven't found i've seen all the, the highlights i've seen aiden hutchinson's uh rendition of billy jean i've seen dan campbell i've seen jamal williams uh the fun speeches so i feel like i've seen all the good stuff do i even need to watch the rest of the episode um, Ashton, answer that question. Clearly, Ashton has seen the episode. Yeah, you have uh, not. We'll, maybe we'll include that. Maybe we'll talk about it in the mailbag on Friday. I'll watch it. I'll watch it tonight. Apologies. I, I really should. It. I really should have watched it. I can't really. I don't really have a great excuse for why I haven't. Um, I think I forgot, and then I was like, oh crap! Now I can't watch it. Then I remember it's on HBO Max, which I can watch anytime I want. I can watch it as soon as we get done with this. Anywho, that's HBO Max. Um, Falcons at lot. Is that a humble brag about having HBO Max? That's a flex. Like someone, kid. Um, I might like the Lions against the spread. I feel like Dan Campbell might have his team trying hard, especially for the hard knocks being there. Like you don't want to like lay down on hard knocks. All right, that is definitely true. And, I, and he he is the type of coach who will probably want to win this game by seven touchdowns. Yeah, and I don't think the Falcons like have any like if they play their starters two series. It's, I mean, like they just don't have a ton of depth, or they have maybe have depth. They're just not very good. That Lions against the spread. That's a good look. Let's get DGen. Cardinals. It's a pick em. What? It's a pick em. Oh, yeah. That's a bet. Cardinals at the Bengals. Your Bengals. What are you excited to see? Uh, Joe Burrow not expected to play, obviously, because as we, we covered previously, sounds like his uh, appendix ruptured and is going to be out for a longer period of time. Yes. That is what it sounds like. What if DeAndre, uh, Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins might play in this. Yeah, I think if you're a Cardinals fan, that's what you want to see because he's obviously not going to be playing at the beginning of the season. But this is one of those games we are going to see uh, most players on the bench. And so there's not a ton that 
I mean, how excited are you about Brandon Allen? You know, those are the things you have to consider when you are thinking about this. I don't think, uh, you know, because most of these games there are, whether it's a quarterback battle, whether there's some rookies you want to watch. And this is really probably the one, this might be the least watchable game yeah. of the preseason week one. I'd be curious if um, and it's the Bengals. I always, I love watching the Bengals. I can't did Kyler, did Kyler, did his, I'm trying to think what Zach Taylor and, Ky, and uh, Cliff Kingsbury did with their guys last. And see, and, and you know, Sully and I have talked about this a couple times this week or in the past two weeks with the preseason stuff. It's still hard to like get a grip on what these coaches are doing with their starters with the three game preseason, because now right. you don't know like which game is their tune up, which game do they want to have the starters out there? Um, you know, so that, that would be interesting to see from this perspective, particularly with the Cardinals, because you have, you know, Marquise Brown, if you've acquired, but he's got some legal entanglements and, a, and I think a hamstring issue he's dealing with. Kyler Murray got that big contract. Do you want to put him, do you want to risk him getting out there, but you want to get him reps with these receivers? You know, he's not going to get it. You know, you can't practice with Hopkins for the first six weeks of the season. So you maybe you want to force that out there and get them as many reps as you can. So they're, you know, sort of on the same page when they get back. Um, yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, the only thing I will be watching for is to see if AJ Green gets an applause in his return to Cincinnati. Oh, I, I would think so, right? But I don't know if he's even going to play. So that's, they'll see him on the sideline. Maybe he'll get introduced. Well, surely they would like. Yeah, fans love him. Yeah, fans like AJ Green, I think, right? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. And there's also uh, Jackson Carmen would be the other guy I'd want to watch for the Bengals. He was their guard struggled, uh, needs to get better. And this is his chance to get better because they're keeping most of their starting offensive linemen on the bench. Mm. So he, you think he'll be out there for a lot of the, uh, I think at least a quarter. Okay. So the Cardinals last year did not play Kyler Murray in week one at all. Yeah. I don't think Kyler will play. I don't think, I think they might've already even already announced that. Okay. So Kyler's out. And then the Bengals, shoot, I almost cussed. That was weird. Um, I don't know why I almost, that, that's like the one. That, Cliff that's Kingsbury that. said Trace McSorley and Jarrett Guarantano will split time against the Bengals. And obviously they didn't have, um, you know, Joe Burrow wasn't going to play in the first preseason game last week either, or last year either. Uh, Kyle Shermer actually got uh, the majority of the reps. So who are we looking at? Who's behind Brandon Allen? On the Bengals left chart, uh, Jake Browning. So maybe we'll see him get some reps. I wouldn't bet on this game. Yeah, I don't think I would bet on this game either. I think we'll see a lot of Jake Browning. Where did Wilson think Jake Browning went to school? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, Louisville. Louisville. He's like, oh, yeah, Louisville, great. I was like, yeah, absolutely. He's like, he was like, no, he went to Washington. (laughs) Um, Jets at Eagles, Debo. You pumped to uh, what? what are you you're you're dialed into what the Eagles like to do. What uh, what are we thinking? We see from them, um, in Week One, Nick Sirianni's second preseason. Yeah, I think it's expected for starters to go a series or two. I would say the guy, if I zero in on one player that I'm most interested in seeing is Nicobe Dean. You know, Ooh. draft drop, injury concerns, but someone that I think could shine in a setting like this, and I kind of expect to contribute once the regular season starts so i'm picking one guy that's that's who i'm watching friday night the other guy that um is, is i think this is kind of crazy but like i mean i under, i mean I, I get it that he's like hasn't been good but i mean it's kind of early to two years and like he's 22 years old 23 years old for Jalen rager they're gonna cut him after two years a chance. I mean, he That's said crazy. it's it's what he say. It's humbling to be fighting for a roster spot when um, other guys from that that class are obviously thriving. Yeah, yeah he's got. I mean, I mean, Quez Watkins is clearly the number three, and you go down the the depth chart a little bit. You have Zach Pascal, who they brought in, John Hightower. Like it's it's not a given that he's you know Devon Allen, who's this this track star. Um, it's not a given. That's crazy, man. That's ugly. I mean, he, I mean, he was, this. I mean, remember when? I mean, like, I'm not. Try, I'm not really not trying to rub it in. It was just like everybody mocked Justin Jefferson to the Eagles, and then how he took Jalen Rager over. That is crazy. Um, but they got AJ Brown and Devontae Smith now, so that's that. They're good to go. Um, 
looks like uh, we got uh, Jalen Hurts attempted seven passes last year, and then Joe Flacco came in uh, for, Flacco. for most of that game. And on the other side of things with the Jets, it's obviously just Robert Sala's second season. Only an idiot could think it was more than that. Uh, the Jets scored 12 points in the Snoopy Bowl last year. Zach Wilson went six of nine. Ooh. Ooh. And actually got some a decent little burn. So you can see a little bit of Zach Wilson. So this is this is one where maybe we take the first quarter over. First quarter over with uh with the starters or um um or at least the first uh first half over, assuming that the, the starters are gonna play uh you know quarter. It looks like it looks like they'll do two couple series. I feel like Robert Saul is the type of coach who is going to want to go in and win this game for some reason. Just get everybody uh, kind of amped up. And and I think John Harbaugh is the only coach that really talks like this, where we want to win preseason games because just it makes the players feel better. It's it's that's what you want to do. And if Zach Wilson, I bet he ends up playing. I think he's going to play one or two series. He could end up playing the whole first quarter. And so then it depends on if the Eagles are playing their starting defense. So, Brenton, maybe it's not crazy to uh, take the first quarter over. All right. So that's I got two bets so far on the on the preseason these preseason games on Friday. Um, take the Jets. We'll What's that? You no, know, Eagles have never in their franchise histories never lost to the Jets during the regular season. So like this is the time for the Jets to get their their wins in. <laughs> okay, I'm down. <laughs> Packers at the 49ers. We, um, you know, I think this is the most exciting preseason game of Friday because look, okay. Kyle Shanahan said Trey Lance is going to play, so we're going to get a taste of Trey Lance, and then Jordan Love is going to be starting for the Packers. So we get Jordan Love versus Trey Lance Friday night. Does it get any better than that in preseason football, Brenton? I don't think it does. <laughs> Maybe not. Let's see. Uh, what do they get from they gave Jimmy Garoppolo a series last year, it looks like, uh, and then Trey Lance ended up going five of 14 for 128 yards and a touchdown. So Michael Hasty got most of the burn. Oh man, I forgot you can play preseason DFS. Talk about DJ and stuff. You got to be like locked in to know what you're doing there. Um, so I mean, Trey, I think Trey Lance will get. I mean, if you're Kyle Shanahan, you because it seems like Trey, uh, Trey Lance has been very up and down. You need to get Trey Lance a burn in in this game. Um, so maybe we look at a, a 49ers first half bet potentially. Hmm? A Trey Lance. Yeah, first, first half cover. Yeah, uh, for what's the? Could you have it in front of you? I don't know what if what if uh, Jordan Love looks good. Yeah, Warriors are favored by two and a half for the whole game. Okay, uh, Green Bay last year in Week One, uh, Rodgers didn't play. Jordan Love twelve of 17, 122 yards and a touchdown. Uh, really, none of their starters were out there. So uh, AJ Dillon got a. They got one carry and one catch, and that was really it for the, anybody noteworthy of the Packers. They only scored seven points in that game. I like the I like the Niners first half. So we've got three bets right now. Niners first half, first half over in the uh, Jets and the uh, Lions money line for Friday night. Um, don't hate it. All right, let's take a quick break, and we come back. We'll look at the rest of the games coming up on this weekend slate next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Saturday, the Seahawks at the Steelers. Let me ask you, Brinson, how many of these games are you going to watch? They start at 1 p.m., and the last game is at 10 p.m. Eastern. So you could literally sit in front of your TV for 12 
13 straight hours? I think I'm taking Robbie to a Durham Bulls game on Saturday night. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. We're going to take the train over to Durham. So I'll, I'll probably watch the uh, – maybe we'll go to the pool. I don't know exactly. I'll probably have to go back and watch them on Game Pass, uh, which I don't, I don't hate because, you know, a lot of these you can – you know, you can kind of gloss through to, you know, you, you can look at the stat sheet and be like, all right, no starters played. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to spend a ton of time with that off. One half the time, you don't even need to watch the second half. Right, exactly. Um, Seahawks at Steelers, though, is definitely watchable because we, you know, we got the quarterback battles. The Mason Rudolph, uh, Kenny, Kenny Pickett, and Mitchell Trubisky battle versus Geno Smith and Drew Locke. I mean, that makes me want to take the Steelers. Yeah, Trubisky is going to be the starter for yep. the Steelers. We know that. And, I mean, Geno Smith or Drew Locke is just, well, is, well, When you say the starter, do you mean this preseason game? This preseason game, yes. Because okay, okay. last year, they didn't play Ben last year, but that's not surprised. Haskins got, you know, RIP doing Haskins, got uh, 16 of 22. Mason Rudolph was 8 of 9, and Josh Dobbs was 5 of 6. So they're willing to wing it around a little bit in the preseason with these backups. Yeah. But last year, the Seahawks, the, the, Gino played in the preseason last year, didn't do well. Sean Mannion played, did well. So it's really, uh, it's tough to say. I like the Steelers just because you're going to have three okay quarterbacks playing. A That's good what I'm saying. You're going to have like, you're going to have like a, a, a good quality preseason quarterback play for the most of this game. Right. And I, I, I would think that the Steelers, if you're the Steelers, do you play Kenny Pickett second or, or do you play? Mason Rudolph second. Uh, I might I might do I might do Mitch Trubisky first quarter, Mason Rudolph second quarter, and give Kenny Pickett the whole second half. Whole second half, I like it because you're going, are, against, you're going against like the scrub of the scrub defenses for Seattle. The Steelers not, are favored by three and a half overall. You're not going to get any exotic blitzes. Like here, any they're not going to throw any of their good stuff out there in terms of the back. Like let them build up his confidence. Yeah, exactly. Is that game okay. that game is at uh, Pittsburgh, right? Yes. Oh, man, I think the Steelers are a bet, too. Let's that game that. is at Heinz Field. Oh, my God. The Seahawks scored seven points. The Seahawks just don't seem interested. You were supposed to correct me. It's not Heinz Field. Oh, uh, Accenture, whatever it is. <laughs> um, I'm not. I'm not. Accenture? Accenture? Okay, I don't know. I don't even know. It's the Steelers Stadium. It's just, it's, ugh, it's gross. Um. Yeah, it looks like they didn't. None of the starters really got action for the Seahawks last year, but I think that it'll be different this year because you've got that, you know, the quarterback battle that you actually have going on. So, like, you'd be a little careful here with the Steelers just because, you know, you have a motivated Geno and a very motivated Drew Locke who's trying to catch up with Geno um, and could end up being. And the other thing to think about when you have a QB battle is that you're probably going to see the starting offensive line. So if, yeah. for instance, the Bengals are going to be sitting all of their starting offensive linemen. So you send Brandon Allen, he might get killed out there. You don't know. And they don't and, care. <laughs> right. They don't care. But if he does, it's hard to bet on the Bengals as a favorite because you don't know what's going to happen. For these games, you know, let's say Pete Carroll decides, hey, I'm going to play my second team defense for most of the game. Then you have Mitchell Trubisky and the Steelers starting offensive line going against the, the Seahawks second defense. Uh, and so those are, those are things you have to take into consideration is that, uh, you know, it might be a mismatch. All right. That's a good, it's a good call. Um, I think I like the Steelers too, but uh, maybe the Steelers team total over is the play. Cause I don't trust the Seahawks. I, I don't trust the Seahawks to just score points just because it's Pete Carroll, but I do trust the, um, um, I do trust the Steelers to, to put up some points in that game. The over under the lowest over unders this week, the lowest one is 30 points. That's really low. 30 points. What's the highest one? Uh, I think 37. That's Panthers, Commanders, and Chiefs, wow. Bears. Panthers and okay. those Colts scored uh, 39 points last oh, year. Oh, just kidding. It's Browns, Jags, 37 and a half. There you go. Spicy. Probably because maybe Deshaun and Trevor and all on the field. That under is worth a look if we think Deshaun Watson's getting suspended tomorrow or today. Yeah. Um, the Panthers at the com the Commandos, the Ron Rivera revenge game. Also, as a QB film room in the chat points out, uh, Heineke versus his former team and uh, Sam Howell versus the team that he. I don't know if he. Grew, I don't think he grew up rooting for him because Sam Howell's not. A, I think he's a North Carolina guy. Maybe he is. Yeah, he's Waynesville. Never mind. Yeah, well, he was about to go to FSU. What are you thinking, Sam Howell? Um, 
So yeah, the local kid grew up. I grew up rooting for him, and now gets maybe a little, a uh, little hoping to get some. I don't know revenge against the team he grew up rooting. I don't know if that really qualifies. Last year, Carolina played PJ Walker. He went ten to twenty-one to and started. So they didn't play Sam Darnold, but this year they had the quarterback competition with Baker and Sam. So I would Baker Mayfield, of course. I would expect that we see. It, they've. I haven't even announced who's going to start. I don't think. Uh, I mean, I feel like both guys will get a good chunk of playing time. We were talking about this yesterday because we were just discussing quarterback battles, but I, I would bet that it's like Baker starts week one or Sam starts week one and then Baker starts week two or something like that. And then they announced the, the, the regular season starter ahead of week three. And then the backup starts week three. That would be my guess how Matt Greer handles I mean, Matt Greer, Matt rule handles it. Um, and real quick, and Ron Rivera has already said that the commander starters will play 15 to 20 snaps. So you're looking at oh. probably two offensive possessions. Mm. What's the over under in this game? Uh, the over under, it's a high one. I remember 37. 37? Yeah, they know. I, I, think know we, I think we could see the over there because Carson Wentz, Ron Rivera is, has been highly motivated all offseason to make Carson Wentz look good. I think he'll be motivated to make Carson Wentz look good in the preseason. You want to give him a couple shot plays down the field. You complete one of those long ones. Everybody's happy. You get him off the field. And then the Panthers, again, like I, w- I think you probably give a quarter to Baker and a quarter to Darnold. And then you give the second half to um, Matt Corral. And is PJ Walker still on that roster? Probably. Yep. Matt Corral, PJ Walker, whole second half, right? Baker and Darnold. That is going to be. I, I mean, look, look. I mean, competition. we think Baker's going to win the win the competition, but like, I don't know. So I, I, should, I need to be writing these down. Damn it! Um, You're not writing your bets down. What is no. happening here? Who's keeping track? I'm, I'm assuming Debo's writing them down. That's usually I, 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 there is a zero percent chance Debo's writing them down. Less than zero, as I like to say. <laughs> <laughs> that is, but this is also an interesting game, though. I, we talked about the the Steelers and Seahawks being fascinating because the QB battle, but, but seeing what Carson Wentz can do in this offense, because like you said, Ron Rivera is trying to make Carson Wentz happen. He just keeps talking him up. Uh, He's it's like, he's trying to convince himself that they can win with Carson Wentz. That's how bad things have gotten. And then obviously it feels like with Carolina, that's Baker Mayfield's job to lose. And as long as, you know, but what if he goes out there and throws three interceptions against Washington, then maybe that flipped flips things a little bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, look, man, if, I think I think that Baker would have to stink for him to lose his job, but Baker could stink, and Sam Darnold could look good, and then Sam Darnold could win the job and win a couple games, and then stink, and then Baker comes in. I mean, this could go any number of directions, but I would. Um, I was talking to Darren Smith out in San Diego about this on uh, Wednesday afternoon, and he was like, he, 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 you know, he was hadn't like he, you know, he, like he said, he's like, I haven't been paying a ton of attention to the Panthers, but he's like. I sort of feel like because they have more invested in Sam Darnold, they, they're more inclined to make him work. And I was like, I, and my theory is that they view this whole ugly Frankenstein blob of quarterbacks as like, they just want one to work out so they can, so people stop asking about their terrible trades and like their terrible decision-making when it comes to the quarterback. And they don't care if it's Baker, Matt Corral, Sam Darnold, one needs to work out this year and they need to win like seven to nine games. And then everybody can be like, okay, let's, we got a slight building block. Let's, let's look at your four from that rule. Chiefs at Bears. Uh, the uh, is Matt I think Nagy. the Bears have already said they're playing like all their starters. Matt Nagy. Revenge game. Ooh, don't underestimate it. Yeah, I would guess though, like Andy Reid does not. Str- I need to look at his week one from last year. They scored 19 points against the 49ers. None of their, oh, Mahomes actually went one or two in that game. Because we, oh, we were just assuming Mahomes was just not going to play, and he came out with the starters. They had Clyde Edwards-Alaire out there for a little bit. Um, Tyreek Hill got a target for. Uh, all right, I mean Kelsey and Tyreek Hill both got a both got a target and caught a pass. So maybe we'll see a little bit of him. Doesn't look like he really ramps up the offense though. Um, you know, it wouldn't be crazy at all if he let Matt Nagy call plays for this game. That would be hilarious. I wouldn't be shocked at all. I mean, I guess that would be bad for the enemy, but and Nagy just keeps dialing it up into the fourth quarter, even wow. though the Chiefs are up forty-one to seven. Yeah. So you say, um, should you think Chicago will? Wow, last year he played. Justin Fields had fourteen to twenty. No, I think the the Bears have already said they're going to play their starters like fifteen to twenty snaps. So I think we'll probably see them for at least the first quarter. So Bears, no bet. So there. just put Andy Reid never 
tips what he's going to do. He's going to do whatever he wants to do. Well, he, I mean, he could come out and have Mahomes dial something up just to rub it in the Bears' face for firing his boy. Like, I mean, nothing, anything is possible. So, uh, Andy Reid said Thursday that Patrick Mahomes and his starters will play the first quarter. Oh, wow. That, or maybe he'll just play part of the first quarter. Yeah, but he'll probably be pretty conservative with what he does. He won't, he, he, you know, you know how he is. He rests everybody late in the season. Um, he's not going to, you know, he just wants to ramp him up. So probably a stay away for me on that game. But I'll be interested to see what the, I think the big takeaway from this game is potentially like who's, where, where, who's out on the field for the receivers? Where are they lining up? And what, you know, what are their responsibilities, right? Like is Juju Smith Schuster, we would presume he's out there, but is Sky, you know, is it possible Sky, you know, Sky Moore? You have Miko Hardman, you have Marcus Valdez Scantling. Like, what kind of reps do those you guys have? Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. I'm just saying, like, that, like that's that's been a big. No one really knows how this is going to play out with those wide receivers, and so I think that's right. kind of interesting. Uh, and you know, does he is he t- does he tip his hand at all if he leaves somebody out there longer, or somebody you know somebody comes in with the second team, et cetera, et cetera. Um, all right. To no 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 about there, but that's a big fantasy game. You'll see you'll see you'll see ADP for these. Chiefs wide receivers shift dramatically based on uh, what's going on here. Colts at Bills. Ooh. Somebody in the uh, Simon, uh, Brad Stevenson said, watch the Bills Saturday so you can say you watch the best team of all times. Best team of all times preseason game one. The Bills could be the best team of all time. That feels like a stretch, but they are a very good football team. Uh, Sean McDermott is pretty predictable in what he does. He did not play Josh Allen a single snap in week one last year Devin Singletary got some run Matt Breida got some run uh Stefan Diggs did not play at all yeah, McDermott's already said that Allen will not be playing against the Colts yeah so by the flip side Matt Ryan is expected to play one quarter what is the line for that do you have the first quarter line by chance uh I do not I don't have the game line and that is that the Colts are favored by one and a half um, you know, let me ask you a question, Brinson. That's not necessarily about this game, but about these two teams. Of these two teams, which one finishes the year with a better record? Uh, the Bills. Oh, I think it could be the Colts. That's How about who goes who goes further in the playoffs? Uh, the Bills. I think it could be the Colts. That's that you. That needs to be when we do when they make us do these bold predictions. That needs to be one for you. Uh, that the Colts are the best team in the world. You're picking on the Colts. Jumping on the uh, Indy Case and Matt Barkley backing up for uh, Buffalo. They can actually do some damage. Like, they're not afraid to, like, let their backups get loose. Uh, then, the of course, the Colts have uh, Nick Foles, Sam Ellinger, and Jack Cohn. I don't think I would touch this game. And he scored 21 with Jacob Eason and Sam Ellinger against the Panthers last year. Um, I'm trying to make sure it wasn't, like, a fumble by P.J. Walker. No. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think I'm touching that game either. All right. Uh, Dolphins at Buccaneers. Obviously, we know no Tom Brady. Uh, you know, I don't, you know, again, it's hard to, with three games, three game preseason, it's it's difficult to say, okay, here's what, you know, you can't look back at like Todd Bowles' time with the Jets and really discern anything from what he might do with three game preseason. Uh, and we don't know that he'll necessarily do what, Bruce Arians did, um, but Blaine Gabbard and Ryan Griffin got a lot of run. Considered so Cal Trask last year. They only scored 14 points. Leonard Fournette had two carries, and I don't think they had Mike. Nope, no Mike Evans, no Chris uh, Godwin out there last year. So, if um, have you seen have you seen anything about what Todd Bowles said aside obviously aside from Brady not playing? Uh, we know that it'll probably be Blaine Gabbard. Yeah. And Kyle Trask. And that's it. Yep. But we also don't even know if two is going to play. Oh, that's a good point. Because if they don't play him after all this hype, and anyway, again, we got a new coach, Mike McDaniel, don't know what he's going to do. Could end up sitting two for all we know. Um, so that's probably a stay away on this game, I think. I think it's crazy that once again, this is the week that Brady is gone. Like, oh, they're playing of, the Dolphins, yeah, right. Think this is all they would be talking about. All anyone would be talking about is this tampering Point. stuff if Brady was around and he is not around. So now you just have Point. uh a boring Buccaneers Dolphins game because they're not going to be starters playing. That's a very good point. Like <laughs> Brady leaves the week they're playing the Dolphins. It is kind of like of all the weeks. And it's a scheduled personal matter. 
Right. Because you can't question it because it's a personal matter. You know, you don't well, you don't want to be like, you can't be like, well, how did it? No, you can't because you already said at the top of the podcast, if you question it and there's something serious, then you are right. just a total. Uh, like immediately I thought of like an elderly family member. Right, right, right. And you don't so, want to. Yeah. So well played, Tom, if that was. And, and if somebody's sick, obviously not well played. And we're, we're, we hope everything gets better. Um, let's move on right along for that beautiful segue. Saints and Texans. The Texans have a new coach and so do the Saints. But both coaches were on the coaching staff last year. How bizarre. That doesn't happen very often. How bizarre. No, 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 don't, don't, don't. don't. Somebody, somebody tried to sing Ace of Base the other day before like, like a group function. I was like, if you start singing that, I'm leaving. Like they'll be stuck in my head for the rest of the like time. Um, Jameis Winston seven to twelve last year against the Ravens in their loss. Taysom Hill got plenty of run at quarterback, and so did Ian Book. They attempted a ton of passes last year. I'll be, I'm curious to see what how similar the setup will be for Dennis Allen as it was with uh, Sean Payton. Uh, and this is must watch territory for me. Why is that, Brenton? Because we could see. Andrew Gregory Dalton on the field. We will see uh, the field. We have, uh, I've been reading that Andy Dalton has been tearing it up at Saints training camp oh, the past few days. This is not a joke. This is real life. Jesus. This is real life. And you can't believe that he is actually looking good and that Dennis Allen is going to watch him in training camp and be like, whoa, should I just start him over Jameis? So we do know that Jameis is dealing with the ankle injury, not playing. Uh, so I would be surprised if Andy Dalton gets a quarter. Maybe even a little bit more. Ooh, Adam she Adam Shaheen failed his physical with the uh, Texans. He's going back to Miami. It's two teams we just recently talked about. Um, Davis Mills is eleven to twenty-two with one hundred twelve yards and a pick last year. Do we think is it? I see. I feel like Lovey Smith could handle this completely differently than uh, David Cully. Like I don't think David. Like I do think Sean Payton's uh, how Sean Payton handled. Um, things in the preseason with a three-game preseason like could influence how Dennis Allen handles it. I don't think how David Culley handled it will influence how Lovey, Lovey Smith handles it. So tough to really say what, what, what happens here. But, you know, Davis Mills, young quarterback, you want to get as many reps as you can, so it wouldn't be shocking if they decided to give him uh, some decent burn. Cowboys at the Broncos. I mean, Denver has to show off Ross, right? I don't know. Like, I, you don't want to send him out there Maybe he plays a series, but I don't think it's a home game. Maybe uh, you do strongly hints at no Russell Wilson in week. Yeah, one. you don't want to risk it. You just don't want to risk it. That's yeah. it. He's your investment. He, uh, the future of the franchise is on Russell Wilson's back, and no, you don't want to. He's just it. not playing. Look, he said, "Ask if you would play week in Saturday." No, I don't think so. A guy of his caliber that's been doing it this long, I don't think it's as important. You always have to look at his risk reward. Of course, you want to go right. out there and play football all the time. I think that's why we practice. Why when you get there, yeah, he's like. The number one most important thing is getting the guys healthy going into the season. That's all that matters. Okay, that's that's worth noting. So it sounds like Nathaniel Hackett is a big time. I, I'm not I'm not playing my dudes in these games, guy. So now we got Josh Johnson. All right, so let's add. Um, what is what did Mike McCarthy do last year? Mike McCarthy's easy. The to Broncos break. are favored by three. That's weird. Did Dak play? Dak didn't play last year in Week One either. Oh God, they played nobody. They lost 19 to 16 to the uh, the Cowboys lost all of their preseason games. McCarthy does not give a lick about the preseason. Mm. They lost to Jacksonville by 20 points. That's all, <laughs> you, that's all you need to know about how the uh what's Cowboys the total, what's the total on this one? Uh uh are they playing in Broncos? It is 31 and a half. Oh, this is the this is the lowest one. Is that the no 30 Rams Chargers is the lowest? Oh, yeah, because uh, yeah, they don't play Rams and Chargers don't play anybody. Yeah. You can't take I don't you can't take an under 31 and a half, can you? Uh, no. I mean, you can. Let's see. How do they? How? Just think about it. Even the, the the Hall of Fame game last week had that over under 32, and the under looked great. It's just preseason football. You get these trash touchdowns at the I end. Was, I, was, I was an idiot for not checking out. Josh McDaniels is like 6-0 and now to the over in preseason games in his career. Should have looked at that. Oops. And he was playing in front of his home crowd. Yep. Um, yeah, Carlos, man, the Cowboys don't play anybody, but they run their offense. So they, they ran plenty of pass plays. They just don't play, play any of their – starters so we should see almost no starters in this game whatsoever right the um just trying to see yeah and cliff runs his offense too like there were they scored 16 points in the first half and then 
19 in the second half. This is basic. This game starts at nine. Rams Chargers starts at 10. You probably don't really need to watch anything a after, lot yeah, of either of those games. games. That's right. Yeah. Rams Chargers. And we know, like, Brandon, I mean, uh, um, Sean McVay doesn't play his guys at all. And I believe Brandon Staley is the same way, right? Yeah. Staley is not going to send anyone out there. Oh, these two teams played in week one last year and they scored 19 points. It was the easiest under of all time. Chase Daniel went 15 to 24 for the Chargers. Ooh. And, um, Nineteen. Uh, Devin, uh, I just went eleven and nineteen for the for the Rams. Like, they're not you want a fun fact about the Chargers? Three preseason games last year, not one of those games had a total above twenty-eight points. They scored six points, seven points. Instance, they seven. didn't play in a single game that cracked the thirty-point mark in the preseason last year. I think we have to take the under. I mean, it's a low, low under, so it's a little exactly. scary. Under thirty, we're taking the under. They're not going. They're not mm-hmm. going to try. It's two coaches who believe the same thing about the preseason that you do not want to get your guys injured. One guy is coming into a season where like, he's at least like, I'm not saying Staley's seat is warm, but like the chargers need to make the playoffs. And Sean McVay's got complete carte blanche to do whatever the hell he wants. Cause he's coming off a super bowl win. Like they're, they're not playing anybody in these games and they're going to be boring vanilla offenses. We're taking the under 30 in that game. Uh, Sunday, finally Vikings. Sunday, at- Sunday. Nice job. Bruce. Vikings at the Raiders. Oh, what's the over under? Oh crap! It's the Raiders. <laughs> dang, dang. Um, what's the over under? What's the what's the um? Do you have the team total for the Vikings in front of you? No, but the over under for the entire game is thirty four, and the Raiders are favored by three and a half. I think the Raiders are a bet here because we saw McDaniel's run his like didn't he run his regular offense? Did I mean he, like he tried? They went to twenty seven to eleven. They blew the Jaguars out. And where does Kevin O'Connell come from? The Rams. Rams. The Rams. Uh, let's see. Kirk Cousins preseason. Uh, O'Connell has said that he, he has not decided whether Cousins is going to play. You know, because there is, here's the thing about the preseason is we know what McBay and Staley want to do. But the one thing you have to keep in mind if you're a head coach is if you're implementing a new system, are you happy with your quarterback only wanting that in camp? Or do you want to see them run that offense against an opponent? And so, both these coaches are in that situation. Uh, you know, Nathaniel Hackett said it's the risk award. Do you want to see Kirk Cousins try and run O'Connell's offense against the real defense? Or do you just say, you know what? Screw it. He's not going to play. We'll go for week one. And if you're McDaniels, do you want to see Derek Carr try and run your offense against an actual opponent? Or do you say, screw it. We'll just go to week one. I think we're going to bet that we're going to bet the Raiders on Sunday. Raiders minus four. Ooh. And Vikings team total under when it comes out. If Ooh. I think with an analytically driven GM and a coach who comes from the McVay school of thought has been like working with McVay for a really, really long time. He was with him in Washington and he knows cousins too. So cousins knows his system, you know? Right. So I don't think, I, I think the Raiders roll them in this game and then because the Vikings don't play anybody. So uh, that is what I'll be looking at for this game. So um, I think we had the under like jump on the under in the Browns Jaguars game or the Browns team total under. If you can find it when the, if the Deshaun Watson news comes out, otherwise stay away from that lions on the money line, 49ers first half Steelers uh, minus what did we say? Minus three. Oh no. What's the over on that game? Steelers Seahawks over. Opa. Seahawks over Panthers commanders over 37 Rams chargers under 30. Tempted to take the Broncos Cowboys under two. You just pile on the unders. Just says late night unders, just no point scored. Under pants. I said it. All right, we're we'll under 31 and a half Broncos, Cowboys and Broncos. And then the Raiders at minus four. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, seven, maybe eight potential bets for the preseason week one. Um, Devo, do you want us to talk about the – just keep going and talk about this thing, or do you want me to do the wrap-up thing? Yeah, finish up just okay. for these Thursdays. I think I could People have will be able to see how much you can predict the future. Okay. All right, so uh, we were recording this at 3.30 on Thursday afternoon. There will be – Two games. Two games. The Giants and the Patriots. Okay. Uh, Bill Belichick has said that the Patriots will not play their starters at all. So we will not get to see Mac Jones uncork or McCor- unmcorkle the like Joe Judge, Matt Patricia offense, which is disappointing. 
Well, I think one thing, though, that is still going to be interesting is just watch how the Patriots offense functions, who's going to be calling in the plays. And obviously that's going to be tough to see on television. But, but you know, Belichick has been so mysterious about how the offense is going to work this year that I think this game is at least worth watching to see, is it going to be Patricia signaling in? Is it going to be Patricia signaling to judge who signals to Belichick? How confusing they're going to make this uh, entire system? Because we have no idea and they're not giving us any hints. And this is going to be our first chance to see it. Uh, Brian Dable said that he anticipates all the team's healthy players will get on the field Thursday, although for how many snaps remain to be seen. I think it's an individual basis with the players. Some guys have played a lot of football. Some have played less. Everybody's in new systems here with our system on offense. Our system on defense. The kicking game is similar. But I think it's important to play football, to have live reps. How many reps that's going to be, I can't tell you right now. I anticipate all of our guys playing on Thursday. So uh, Giants first half is a bet. I think the Giants roll the Patriots here, and I don't think uh, Belichick gives a crap. Ooh. I think Belichick will keep it super simple. Let me see what make sure because he you don't, you don't like the Joe Judge revenge game angle. I don't think he's cares about Joe Judge in the preseason game. Ooh. They scored twenty two points last year. Mac Jones it was thirteen of nineteen for eighty seven yards. Yikes! That isn't not throwing it downfield very much. That's what's that like? Yeah, four point six yards per pass attempt. Ramondre Stevenson was a breakout preseason star. With 10 carries, 127 yards, and two touchdowns. Wow. He had that 91-yard run. That's right. God, because I like the under in this game because they we, – um, and then we were, we, weren't we watching this at CBS? I, man, Brian Hoyer, you got a veteran QB, though, for the Patriots. Yeah, I, but I, I just think that um, in order to prevent – like, I just think they're going to pound the ball. The other thing, too, is Damian Harris has been rumored in trade talks, which is, is super weird because, like, this time last year, they traded Sony Michelle to the Rams. Or was that during the season? That was during the season. Um, anyway, they like Damian Harris, They if they want to showcase him for a possible trade, this is the time to do it. Well, what about the win one for James White angle, if you're the Patriots? I mean. James White retires out of the blue. Uh, sweet feet. Oh, sweet feet. Watched him. Uh, watched him beat the Falcons. Oh, you weren't there actually. Uh, I was there, Prince, and I, I literally sat next to you at that game. No, oh, you were there. That's right. It was in Houston. Yes, you were there. Sorry. I oh, that's I sat, right. guys, I sat next to Brenton at the Super Bowl at Super Bowl Fifty One, and he just tried to pretend I wasn't even at the game. I thought it was your Vegas game. Sorry, I forgot. Let's see. I'm going to try and pull up a phone picture of me and Brenton together. There's one of me and you and Johnny Manziel. Yeah, yeah. How was I not there? I know, I know. Sorry. When we got a picture with Johnny Manziel. So I think I, I like the Giants. I got two and a half earlier today, so that would be. Um, I think the Giants cover. I hope they cover. Uh, and then Titans at Ravens. Obviously, the Ravens twenty consecutive preseason wins. Does Mike Vrabel end it tonight, Breach, or did he end it to what? Whatever the hell the time is. I, I do not think he ends it. I think the Ravens win. John Harbaugh think- wins. Because the win streak becomes a thing and like everybody wants to keep it alive. So everybody plays harder. It doesn't matter who's out there. And also, I like Tyler Huntley. I think yeah. he's actually good. And so when you have a backup quarterback who's good, that automatically gives you an advantage over the other team. Because most teams don't have, uh, you know, like who the Titans going to throw out there? Logan Woodside and then probably Malik Wallace, which will be interesting to see him get some snaps. I don't think Tannehill is going to play. So, yeah, I'm going to take Tyler Huntley over. Malik Wallace and uh, Logan Woodside. There you go, Brinson. Yeah, there, there it is. Brinson, can you can you speak up a little bit and correct breach there so we don't get people? Malik uh, Willis. Willis. Oh, <laughs> what did he say? I said Malik Wallace. Malik Wallace. Yeah. Um, ah. No wait. Well, what uh, did Vrabel say? Anything? I can't find anything about it. Uh, he is not. I know Tannehill's not playing. Oh, Tannehill's not playing. Okay. Oh, interesting. Um, the Tennessean notes that Logan Woodside is viewed as QB two after backing up Ryan Tannehill since 2020, but third round pick Malik Willis will get a chance to earn Woodside's reps in the preseason. So that is definitely something to watch. I think. What, what's the what's the where the Ravens like minus four here? Uh, depends where you are. They're negative three on uh negative three. They're minus three. They're favored by three. On uh, Teasers Sportsbook. Okay, um, I like the Ravens. Yeah, like Baltimore. The Ravens. Because what if Malik Willis isn't great and just gets eaten alive? Which is very possible. 
Yeah, you, know what, you know what's probably a pretty good bet is a, uh, is a Baltimore New York Giants money line parlay. That's what I'm going to put down to tonight. Ooh. All right. Let's see how right we are on Thursday games. Um, it's hard to be right in the preseason games, but, you know, they are fun to watch. Just like this podcast on YouTube, youtube.com slash pick six. Go force me to get a tattoo. If you get an email from the People's Choice Podcast Awards, go vote and vote for the pick six podcast. Or if you know somebody who might, if you know a voter, go tell them. Count early and vote often. Vote early and vote often. That's right, Breach. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. For Breach, I'm Brinson. We will see you guys later. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.